0: Hey, welcome to The Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. A welcome to Pastor Israel for the word for tonight. God bless you. you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. One more time. It's not for me. It's to give God the glory, the honor that he deserves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift him up. Lift them up, hallelujah, we need this place sanctified and filled with the Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, 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 come on, we're about to cancel some stuff right now, we're about to cancel some stuff right now, hallelujah, hallelujah, we're about to come against some spirits right now that will bring about breakthrough in your life, that will bring about deliverance over your spirit, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may have a seat, but don't sit. your praise. Hallelujah. I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that if someone is, is, has a spirit of offense, they have been offended, be delivered tonight in the name of Jesus. Anyone who has lifted up up a wall, amen? Hallelujah. That don't allow the spirit to come in, amen? Or, Or community or fellowship, I cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against all spirit, anything that is not of God, anything that's not godly, that doesn't allow us to feel your glory, to be free, to worship. I come against it in the name of Jesus. Are there any believers in this place that can come in agreement with me? I need two or three that can just say, yes, Lord. Come in. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, set us free. Yes, Lord. Reveal to me, hallelujah, your word. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, have your way. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, I'm here to worship. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. My heart is open. Examine my heart, God. Hallelujah. Deliver me from the hands of the yokes of Satan. Hallelujah. I want to be free. I want, does anybody want to be free in this place? Hallelujah. 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 Father God, I want you to teach your young people how to worship. Father God, impact them right now. Holy Spirit, impact them right now. So they can shout like they shout in other places. That they can lift up their hands like they lifted up in other places. In the name of Jesus. Father God, reveal to them your glory. Reveal to them the holiness of your name. In the name of Jesus, that this place is sacred, that this place is holy. Hallelujah, Holy is the Lamb of God, that he is worthy to be praised. I don't care what you're going through. I decree and declare better is coming in the name of Jesus. if you snap out of your if you snap out, if you come out of your comfort zone, if you release a praise, Hallelujah, something miraculous can happen in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me with your word. Your word that brings deliverance. Your word that reveals strategies for me to be successful in this demonic world. Father God, thank you for your favor because without your favor, I'm nothing. Thank you for the church. Thank you for community. Thank you for lives that come around me and pray for me. I'm standing not because of my own will or because of my own strength. I'm standing because of the people around me that pray 24-7 for me to be blessed. Stop being selfish and give God a praise. It wasn't by your merits. It wasn't by your ability. It wasn't, oh, hallelujah. It's by the grace of God that you're still standing and breathing. Hallelujah. Give him a shout of glory. Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Caution, I'm easily offended. Watch out, pastor, what you say tonight, because I might not come back. We are living in times where we have to be extremely cautious. When we're texting, when we're posting, when we're emailing or speaking or preaching the gospel, because everybody's easily offended. Back in the days, I could just post something and don't worry about it because God just revealed something I let it go. Now, hallelujah, somebody take it out of context and say, oh, the pastor said that about me. Come on, somebody. Well, I'm not going back to that church. Someone told them about business. No, no one told me your business. The Holy Spirit just revealed your business. Come on, somebody. He's confronting you because he wants to change you for the glory of his name. Hallelujah. But we're easily offended about everything and everybody. Hallelujah. No one wants to accept that they're wrong or they have sin and need repentance. The church doesn't want to preach about repentance and people don't accept repentance because if i re- if i accept repentance hallelujah that means something is wrong and we are egoistic and we are selfish selfish in, in our own self and we don't believe we need to change but i come to tell you that the bible requires change the bible requires a turnaround he said no longer you live but christ listen you he said the old has gone and the new has come in can i get somebody to say amen with me tonight It is the living word of God that will confront us 24-7. Not to destroy us, but to empower us. To transform us. To give us the tools that we need to be successful in this demonic world. With the grace of God. Satan knows, hallelujah, that if we are offended, hallelujah, we allow that seed to grow. That, that seed brings about division, isolation. We stand alone. And the spirit of offense divides hallelujah the church and divides hallelujah the, your home and divides your children. And it brings destruction that we build walls that we can't penetrate. And the Satan has shut the mouths of pastors and preachers because they're worried about losing people than preaching the truth. Come on, somebody. The Bible says in Second Chronicle, Corinthians 2 Chronicles, Corinthians 2.10, it says that offense divides us. So Satan knows that. And if, he, if you allow offense to come in and you're offended by everybody's comments and by what people say, hallelujah, you begin to be divided and isolated from community and from the church. And you become powerless and you fall into a trap. Amen. And the enemy knows that. And the Proverbs 18:19 says, this Proverb tells us that it's harder to win over a brother who is offended than conquer a strong city. Woo. I'll read that again. Proverbs 18:19 said that it is harder to conquer a brother that is offended or to hallelujah to it's harder to win over a brother who is offended than conquer a large city a strong city so Satan knows that, that if he can offend you by his word, by the word, if you can be offended by the word of God, if you can be offended by the comment from your brother and sister, hallelujah, it's going to be a stronghold. It's going to be a strong spirit over your life. That no one can penetrate that. And what happens? You begin to die spiritually. You begin to get disconnected from your church. You begin to get disconnected from ministry. And the Bible said it is harder to win you back. It's easier to win a large, a stronghold, a strong city than to win you back. And you wonder why the church is empty today. Come on somebody. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to praise today. So the Bible warns us. And it says that we are living in the end time season. Jesus warns us, and it says in Matthew 24, he mentioned hallelujah, an increase in, in famine, false prophets. Hello, we run to these, to these services where they say, thus says the Lord, I'm a sinner. Hallelujah, I'm in adultery, but God is telling me in a moment in the spirit that I'm a great evangelist. The devil is a liar. Because no one wants to hear the truth. Oh, you're going to be prophesizing. You're going to be delivering the demonics. Hallelujah, know you that. The Bible says that a demon doesn't cast out another demon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's preach tonight. Let's preach. Hallelujah. No, no, no. If you're possessed, you're not delivered, you're not sanctified, you're not holy, you ain't going to the nations. You're not going to the nations. The devil's a liar. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the, verse, the word says that false prophets, and we're seeing it today, and the young people and everybody run to that because they want to hear a false prophecy. Tickle my ear. Tell me I look good when I'm bad. Tell me I'm holy when I'm not. Earthquake, wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing that today. And The Bible says don't panic for the believers. This is just the beginning of birth pains. And it goes beyond and it says that the love of many will grow cold. Have you seen that? That people don't longer talk to you for no reason? because they read something you posted or they, or they were offended because you didn't reply back and you didn't even see the post come on somebody I'm preaching today hallelujah, hallelujah. you were sleeping and they said I, th- I thought you saw it I didn't see it can't believe it, 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 it but, but it, what caught my attention what the bible said that the, a spirit of offense will be everywhere people offending everybody people offended about everything hallelujah you gotta preach a a watered down gospel because i'm gonna be offended hallelujah no no tell me what i want to hear tickle my ear. hallelujah make me feel good and you will see me come to church next sunday well i come to tell you whether you come or not i'm gonna preach the true gospel the word of god the holy sanctified undiluted word of god blessed be the name of jesus hallelujah i'm not here to entertain nobody you want entertainment go to disneyland Go see Mickey Mouse. Matthew 24, 10, 12 says, and and many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And because and because evil shall abound, the love of many will grow cold. Mark 4:17 says, and they shall know, and they have no root in themselves. And so endure for a short time. Afterward, because of affliction and persecution, immediately they leave because they're offended. So as believers, when persecution comes, when we are tested whether we are... We're put through the fire to see if we're really sanctified and we're really holy and we really have had an encounter with God because it gets afflicted because you get afflicted because you people turn their back on you and people don't longer like you because your language has changed you from demonic to holy and no you're no longer an entertainment for them. You no longer a puppet for others. They get offended because you are a believer. And some of us betrayed God. And every time you turn your back on God to please somebody else, are you offending God? Come on, somebody! You want to be you want to offend? You offending God? So we must be. So we got to be super careful about what we think and say. We no longer have a voice. Many don't longer have a voice. And now you wonder why people don't praise. Why people can't reveal their, their, their gifts and they don't have an p- opinion. And you can't have an opinion. You can't, hallelujah, you can't share a thought. You can't share a comment because people get offended about everything. Hallelujah. We no longer have the First Amendment. We can no longer have a free speech. Come on, somebody. And that's trickling down, not only out there in the world, but even in the church. Come on, somebody! Have you feel that you can't even say, "Oh, I, the Lord revealed to me." The Lord, who? No, He only reveals to me His prideful spirit. No, He's revealing to everybody up in here. He's the same God. You is your God. He's my God. He speaks to me. He speaks to you. He speaks to a child. Come on, somebody! Who are you? So we 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 fear to us, uh, upset somebody or offend somebody. The wonder folks, hallelujah, have their mouth shut and they don't express their gifts. And they don't grow spiritually because they don't want to go through the the emotions or they don't want to go through the sacrifice or they don't want to go through the, the rejection. They don't want to be processed, hallelujah, because no one wants to hear their point of view. But I come to tell you be bold in Christ. Stand firm in the word. Hallelujah. Fight for your blessing. Hallelujah. Don't be a coward. Hallelujah. Be a man of God and a woman of God with authority. Hallelujah. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and a sound mind. Come on, somebody. Help me out here, brother. A sound mind, a spirit filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on. I got three people that believe that today. Hallelujah. So free speech is not acceptable right now non accepted so i was studying some stuff and i found this article that in europe in the uk in europe in the uk they have a bible institute where young people are studying the the crucifixion and they are studying the the, the passion of the christ and what the process of jesus was in back when he was on earth and they warn in, in advance that if they are distressed by the images or by the story that they hear about the crucifixion to the young people, they may leave the class because they don't want them to be offended. <laughs> you can leave if you feel upset or you fear feel fear because there's a trigger warning. You know, it might cause some mental health. That's why we have a weak snowflake generation. They don't know what life is and they don't know the real world hallelujah out there oh they melt down with any pressure any test oh come on somebody that's right hallelujah they can't cope with reality and the real world hallelujah they are still drinking milk like a baby it's time to grow up hallelujah unable to cope with reality and the true life out there Oh, I'm offended because Christ was crucified. Because there was blood coming out and they whipped him. That's right. That's the real world. In the world you shall have trials and tribulation. Thus says the world. But be trusted. And, and, hallelujah. That God has overcome the world. And if he has overcome the world, you shall be victorious as well. Is anybody believers here that are in victory today? Hallelujah. Oh, and they are told to call them back to make sure that they are good, that they're okay. Call us back because we, we're worried about you, and you can skip that class. Come on, somebody. Check us back later. So we're living in a world where, where the young people and this generation, and many of us, from all the way from kindergarten to, to university, have been indoctrinated with false messages that you are special. And this has affected the church and pastors that they have downplayed the message. The truth offends this generation. So we need to keep them in a church. We need to fill the pews. We need to build these mega churches with lukewarm believers. Oh, nobody, No one says amen. amen. With, the, with, the, with the notion that we're special. You're special. There's nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. Hey, amen. You, be, you can be born a boy and tomorrow be a girl. That's okay. You're good. No, you're not. You need to be hallelujah, delivered by the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We need to emphasize. We need deliverance. We need to be set free by the power of God. We can't sell out the truth of the gospel. We need to repent of our sins. Biblical repentance is offensive to this generation. Who are you to tell me that I need to repent? I'm not telling you to repent. The word is. Come on, somebody. That teaches us that, that many of us are so proud that we can't believe that we need to be changed and transform yes you do every day i need to be transformed every day i wake up and say sorry god i messed up i don't know how but i know i messed up i fall short from the glory of god every day i accept my downfalls i accept my flaws and my imperfection and allow god to renew me daily and sanctify me and restore me and rebuild me to the image of christ jesus do you want to be his image or do you want to be the image of the world come on somebody hallelujah Repentance is you insinuating that, I'm, that there's something wrong with me. Who are you to judge me? Who are you to tell me that I need change? Yes, you need change. So many of, many of, many of the pastors, though, though we, 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 we have to accommodate and we have to position our messages and be strategic. And, instead of being um, um, preachers, we're being motivational speakers. We water down the gospel. Type of we don't want the pure gospel. This is too hard. This is too pure. You want me to be holy? You want me to get married before I I have sex? You mean you mean you mean I can have sex and 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 just be sleeping around and still preach? I can't preach no more. I can't be in the worship team. No, you can't. You need to be sanctified first. You need to be dipped in the water again. You need to be baptized 10, 20 times until you be delivered by the blood. That's right. Yeah, I'm preaching today. Yes, I'm done with this already. Stop playing games with the gospel. Stop playing games with God. Let's be real. Are you in or out? Stop living the feet outside and the feet inside. But we want a Kool-Aid generation. Oh, pastor, this is too hard for me to hear. Oh, this is too strong. I'm going to the other church where they just they have a theatrical worship and a big budget. And in 30 minutes, I was like, wow. But when you leave that place, you still need to say. No conviction. No repentance. No confrontation. No, no one is telling you you got to change anything. Just give me your tithings and your offering, and we're good to go. Come on. I'm preaching today. Hallelujah. Come on. I don't want no, I want a Kool-Aid. I want a Kool-Aid Pastor, give me the Kool-Aid. I'll drink that anytime. Let me be a hell. Demon slayer that I go out there and do my own thing and come to church and act like nothing happened and don't have conviction to repent. That's the gospel I want, but the God that I serve is a holy God. Hallelujah. He does not mix holy with. We are creating a, 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 a culturally sensitive church environment. Sugar coating everything gospel that keeps everybody happy (laughs) that's why you got these mega pastors with a Bentley and a mansion and millions of followers and they are I'll call you know celebrity pastors but when they're asked about abortion I can't talk about that because I don't want to offend my church I don't want to offend people and people to leave. Hallelujah. Come on. The gospel is not going to offend you. It's going to transform you for the glory of God. Hallelujah. You better speak the truth. Jesus didn't roll up in in a Benzli. Jesus arrived in Jerusalem in a donkey, not a stallion. The Bible said he didn't have a place to rest his head. And you got a mansion. Come on, somebody. You better... the gospel. We better wake up. We're living in end times. Don't be fooled by the, by the Kool-Aid that you're getting served. Hallelujah. Don't dilute his word. The Bible said don't take or add to his word. Preach it like it is. Teach it like it is. Hallelujah. Whether they, get a, whether they like it or not. As a matter of fact, if you get offended, it's lack of love. If you are offended by his word, it's lack of love, because the Bible says that love, how resists any offense. So you're lacking love. maybe love for your brother. Many pastors have more in common with Pilate than they have with John the Baptist. Jesus' cousin, say that with me Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist, the one who opened the way for Jesus. They have more in common with Pilate. Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent, but he wanted to please the crowd. And he washed his hand because he wanted to make everybody happy. But God is looking for John the Baptist. They can say, "Generation of vipers, who ha- who are you?" Hey, to come, Hallelujah! Repent, thus says the Word. Hallelujah. Where are the John the Baptists that can preach the gospel the way pure, without diluting it, without compromising it, without changing it? Woo! Preaching the truth wasn't pleasing the crowd, but pleasing the Father. Who are you pleasing today? Who are you standing with? The church is not called to be a reflection of, of, of this world. Instead, we are called to be a contrast to this world. We are called for change and to transform this world for the glory of God. We are given, we have been given a message, and that message is the message of repentance. There's no other, there's no other message. I'm not here to boost you or boost your ego. I'm not here to make you look good. Hallelujah. God does that. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you what his word says. Does says the Lord. Hallelujah. You take what you receive. You take what you need. You apply it to your life and you move forward. What happened to those first evangelists that we don't see no more? Everybody's in it for something else. John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, who was called out, who will call out the truth through the lens, hallelujah, of the word revealed to him. I, I'm going to, I'll am going say that again. John the Baptist, hallelujah, who preached a word that was in the Bible at that time. Hallelujah. Jesus still, he had not seen him, but he was, hallelujah, paving the way for Jesus. Hallelujah, because it was revealed from the Father. And the only way God could reveal that to John the Baptist, Hallelujah, although he was Jesus' cousin, he did not know that his cousin had such a ministry. I, he did not know that he was the one... Hallelujah, but he obeyed the Father. And the only way you get revelation is through obedience. It's through, it's through understanding of repentance. is not, not being offended. Presence is, is only revealed over us when truth of his word is preached. When you preach the truth of his word, God gives you revelation. And he said, Matthew 12, 23, old generation, John the Baptist says, old generation of vipers. How can ye be evil speaking good things? How can you be? He's talking about to the scribes and, and those that were around. Hallelujah. Witnessing what was happening. His authority. Who, who's this man? that looked like a crazy man. Hallelujah. In the wilderness. But in the wilderness of his trial and tribulation, God revealed glory. God revealed revelation of Christ, of the coming king. Hallelujah. And he begins to preach. For, for, and hallelujah. He said, vipers, repent. Hallelujah. Through his mouth, revelation was coming out. And people were being set free. And guess what? Jesus, God himself, Jesus approved his message. And we're saying, Pastor, you're too strong you got to tone it down a little bit. But the Bible says, in Matthew 11, 11, verbally I say unto you, amongst them there are they are born of a woman that have not risen to anyone greater than John the Baptist. Jesus never said, oh, he should have changed his method. He should have changed the message. He said no one greater than this man that was calling people like they are. Hallelujah. If you're a thief, you're a thief and you need repentance. If you're an adulteress, you need to repent from being an adulteress. If you're a sinner, you need to repent. He did not change the message. And Jesus said, there was no one greater than this man Jesus never said oh he should have changed the message come on somebody if anyone could have been offended by the gospel by the word was John the Baptist he's now locked in prison for preaching the truth for uh, for preaching the gospel and he's now in prison and he's being prepared to be decapitated and he says hallelujah His friends that were around in the prison and says, go see Jesus and ask him and see what's going on. I need to know if he's the one. Come on, somebody. And when those men came to Jesus and said, John is is in prison. He's about to get decapitated for the gospel. Your cousin. Come on, say with me, cousin. Family tree, family line. And Jesus said, uh, "Jesus never ran to, G- to, to, to the prison. To, to rescue. Hallelujah. John the Baptist, but John the Baptist never offended was never offended come on somebody never offended hallelujah his cousin never came to get him out and deliver him but he was never offended hallelujah jesus report back to john and say tell john hallelujah that the blind receive sight that the lame walk that the deaf hear that the dead are raised and that the good news is being preached to the poor that's all john the baptist needed to hear when he heard that he said blessed be the name of come on somebody that's why the Bible said, Bless is the man who does not fall away on account of me. Bless is the man or woman that does not fall away on account of me. In other words, whoever does not lose faith in me shall be blessed. Is anybody blessed here that losing faith in Jesus? <laughs> if you're going through something because you are a believer, give God a praise. Because God is about to give you a blessing beyond blessing. A blessing that you have never seen before. Hallelujah. John the Baptist never became a victim or got offended. Being Jesus' custom and not come to rescue him. He finished and completed his task, his calling, with grace and with understanding that it's better to die in Christ than to live. <laughs> Matthew eleven six 6 says, blessed is one who is not offended by me. Being offended, church, is a decision. I'll say that again. Being offended is a decision. You either please God and offend the world, or please the world and offend God. Should I say that again? You either please God and offend the world, or offend God and please the world. Come on, somebody. God is hallelujah. The gospel is not created to tickle your ear, it's to transform you, and transformation hurts. It's painful. The word of God comes at us and tells us, hallelujah, and it shares that a young ruler, when Jesus saw him, he tells him one thing that he needed to change, and he got offended, and he left sorrowful. He left sad because Jesus confronted an area of his life that needed change. How many times God has confronted you and you have ran away? Offended. Because he's telling you the truth. He said, You have done all of this, but one thing you lack, and one thing you need to do. Hallelujah. If he would not have gotten offended, he would have received so many blessings, but he got offended because he didn't want change. You know, you're getting offended because truth wants the transformation, truth wants to transform you. How many people have walked away because they hear the truth and they don't want to be around people that tells them tell them like it is? Hallelujah. They prefer, they prefer false prophets, they prefer people to tickle the ear, they prefer to people to lie to them. I don't want nobody lying to me. Tell me the truth. Tell me what I need to change. I don't want to get lost in this world. I want to be a blessing in your life. And if I don't see myself and I'm doing something that you see, tell me that's the true friend that can tell me the truth in my face. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Did Jesus at any moment of his ministry change his way of preaching? No. Did Jesus, the one we're supposed to be an image of, follow, that we learn about, that we study him? He says, be like Jesus. We all want to be like Jesus. And Jesus never changed his message. He never accommodated his message to... Accom- he never accommodated the word to accommodate the crowd. <laughs> At one point, Jesus was teaching at the synagogue, and many of his disciples heard his teaching and said, Your teaching is too difficult, Jesus. Who can accept this teaching? Have you felt that way when pastors preaching sometimes? Yo, pastor, you got to calm down. That's too deep. That's too hard, man. That's straightforward. Go around the block. Come back. Come on, somebody. That was too direct. Hallelujah. You know, you know, water it down a little bit. They say, Jesus, your teaching is too hard in the synagogue. They were like, yo, you crazy. And Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining and talking about it, said to them, does this offend you? Does this offend you? Jesus asked to the 12, do you also wish to go? Because many already got offended, and they left. They left Jesus like they leave the church when the church Hallelujah! those that entertain you hallelujah come on somebody and Jesus said to the 12 you also want to leave then go he had no sympathy he didn't change the message he said you know either you're in or you're out but I'm not changing my word to accommodate you you either come in or you need to leave come on somebody Oh, hallelujah only the truth will set you free only the truth will sanctify you only the truth will deliver you only Jesus will deliver you You choose. And Simon Peter answered, where will we go? Where will we go, Simon Peter answered. Where will you go, Lord? To whom can we go? You have the eternal word of life. In other words, Peter was saying, I'm going to swallow anything you have to tell me, brother. Whatever you say, I'm down. Because only through you, I have salvation. Somebody's trying to steal your blessing. Somebody's lying to you. And you know they're lying to you. And you know the truth. You better plug yourself where the truth is. You better get grounded where the truth is. Because only the truth will set you free. Only the truth will deliver you. Only through the truth of his word. and a spirit filled church. Will you get what you deserve. Hallelujah. From above. Hallelujah. And the Bible also says. And I want to get here. It says in Mark 7. That a Greek woman. Watch this. That a Greek woman comes to Christ, comes to Jesus, and she says to Jesus, my daughter is demon-possessed, and I need, I need her to be delivered. And Jesus says, look, at, this is Jesus. He says, I, I can't feed what I'm supposed to feed to my children to you. I'm not going to give what belongs to my, te- to, my, to my children to a dog. So Jesus calls this woman a dog. Come on, somebody. She begged for deliverance and Jesus says, I can't give the bread hallelujah, to the dogs. And this lady replies back and says, Even the even the dogs eat, hallelujah, from the from the crumbs that falls from the table. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. And Jesus says, Because of your reply, hallelujah, for not being offended, your child is delivered when you go home. Come on, somebody. Woo! That's deep, that's deep. The response will determine your breakthrough. Jesus says, because you couldn't have been offended, because I call you a dog, but because you did not get offended, when you go home, you shall receive a miracle. Come on, somebody. Maybe, just maybe, your miracle depends on your worship today. Depends on not being offended by the truth of his gospel. Hallelujah. Come on, give God a praise. Just maybe, just maybe. You have not been offended. You have not been blessed because you got offended instead of allowing God to work. Woo. The question is, do we as Christians have, and I'm finishing, do we have Christ, as Christians have the right to be personally offended? Do we as Christians have the right to be personally offended? The answer is no. Because every time we sin, i said this before, we offend God, and he still loves us. So who are you to get offended personally when someone offends us, offends you? Jesus, in all the things done against him, in every offense against him, more than we can ever suffer or ever imagine, thousands of lifetimes, we never, he, he was never personally offended. If Jesus wasn't offended in such an extreme, how could we be offended by lesser things? Being offended, personally offended, is only concerned with self and not with the word of God. It's about, and the Bible said that we no longer live, that we need to die to self. So there's the problem. There's the issue. I can say many people offended me. I could have took it as an offense. One time I was preaching here, a powerful, filled holy ghost service, and someone grabbed me in the corner. And, and if I would have took it, actually, the world would have took it as an offense. I took it as a breakthrough. I took it as Jesus, it just revealed something, something my spirit I had no idea that was in, operating in the church even though it couldn't have had offend me, I said, it's not going to offend me. This is not against me. This is against the gospel. This is against Christ. Amen. Let him fight that battle. But my response, creator of revelation of what was happening in my church, hallelujah, I didn't take it personally. I said, I can't be offended because he's not crucifying me on the cross. Hallelujah! the greater was the sacrifice that Jesus had on the cross than somebody just talking back to me. That don't make no sense. I don't care what you can say about me. Hallelujah. I don't care how you talk talk about me. It's not going to tear me down. It's not going to stop me. I know who my God is. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Somebody ought to stand to their feet and give God a shout of victory. Hey, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm offended, Pastor, because you didn't send me a text. No one sent me a text. The apostle was in prison multiple times, shipwrecked, whipped multiple times. It says 39 lashes twice. Journey for his journey in the gospel, bitten by a poisonous snake, left for dead. What you been through? What you been, oh, pastor didn't hug me, I'm out of here. They're doing Zoom now and they didn't add me in. Oh, the the, the big one is they took me out of the the chat. They deleted me from the chat. I'm preaching. I can't can't believe this. Oh, I'm not going back to that church. Who died for you? Pastor died for you or Christ died for you? (laughs) Who gave their life for you, Pastor or Jesus? Where's your conviction? Where's your roots? Where where you do you stand in the kingdom? Come on, somebody. Peter was crucified upside down. When, when one of us was crucified? And they never complained. Mission focused. Spirit led. Dying to self. Too many egoistic people. Too many self-pride people. Too many posting, I'm, I'm famous. God never was famous. He rode in on a donkey, not a stallion. Look at me, look at me, look at me. And if you don't look at me, I'm a fan. You didn't put like on my picture. I didn't even see the post. I was studying the word of God. Or maybe I was praying for you. Come on, let's get real here. Everything is offense. The devil wants to divide the church. The devil wants to divide marriages. The devil wants to divide, hallelujah, your spirit. Hallelujah. It's time to rise up and say no more. No more offense in my life. I'm free from offense. I got an oil that anything you throw my way, it just slides off of me. Come on, somebody. I'm going to close with this. You wanna, how do we overcome? How do we overlook offense? Look at them. They were crucified. They were burned in the Roman Colosseum. Look at that image. Oh, maybe. Oh, wait, the study from UK. Is anybody offended here? That's too that's too harsh. You still under the covering of mommy and poppy? But when you do evil stuff, you're not covered? Look at that. And all they did was just worship. We got a snowflake generation. Meltdown for anything. Weak Christians. It's time to man up and bold up in the gospel. Defend the cross. Defend Jesus. And maybe defending Jesus, you might lose your job. Maybe defending Jesus, you might not have friends. Hallelujah, but you have all the friends you need. His name is Jesus. The one that can give you everlasting life. The one, the one that can restore you. The one that can heal you when the doctor can't heal you. The one that can, hallelujah, open the doors that are closed. Hallelujah. The one that can give you the spiritual things that you need that no one else can give. His name is Jesus. Proverbs nineteen eleven says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory... To overlook an offense. It is his glory. It says here, transgression in this version. My version says offense. It is to his glory when you can overlook an offense. Proverbs twelve sixteen says, fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. Let me, let me end with this. This one is a good one. When, when they were processing me, when I had to get, take that test that I had to take, they gave me some, some crazy liquid stuff that I had to drink, and it was just to purify me inside. And that thing was, whew, I don't desire that. They say I might come in 10 years or 5 years or 10 years. I'm hoping that it's 10 years. <laughs> no cancer, but they said that. We will let you know if it's 5 years or 10 years. I don't want to come in even 20 years. But my point is the process was so hurtful. It was so, it was so harsh. It was so painful. But I had to take it in order for them to cleanse my, my, my inside in order for them to reveal what the changes are what's going on in me. And I believe that the medicine of the gospel is painful. It hurts. But it's, it's, all, it's, it's to cleanse you, your inside, in order for Jesus to examine your heart. So, many women get offended easily than the man. I said this in the Spanish service. True. Men sometimes, you know, oh, we're we, we, we like, oh, wow, I can't believe that. And then we get over it. Women be like, 10 years later, they be like, you remember what she said? That's why in my marriage, and Pastor Brandon likes to talk about marriage, but I've been married for way longer than Pastor Brandon. So, anyone can talk, it's me. And I'm glad that he's following my footsteps. But we, we're 29 years already, okay? And, and, and 20, 20 from the nine, my mouth has been shut. Because I don't want to offend and add to the fire. Because I know that if I say something 20 years later, oh, you remember June 1978 when you said. So we're not that old, but example. Anyway, so if I was to say to the women here, oh, you know, or or any person here that said, I would say, you know, oh, you need to, you need to lose weight. Oh, my goodness. Pastor just said that. I can't believe this. How offensive that is. I'm not coming again. He said that in my face. And you will take it as an offense. But I'm looking for your health. Here, a doctor you go to the doctor, the doctor says, oh, my God, taking your blood test and taking all that. I say, oh, you need to, you know, high cholesterol, all this, and you need to lose weight. And the next day, you, go to, you sign up and you go to the gym and you're like, oh, that's right, I'm good. The doctor just said, I need to lose weight, and I got you know, and you did it happily. What's the difference? Both of them spoke the truth. To help you be healthy and be blessed. The pastor is preaching for you to be spiritually healthy and it's giving you medicine for your soul so you can be more than a conqueror. And like you are obedient to a doctor that tells you to drink all this medicine to be good, you need to drink everything that God gives you to be a better believer. Stand to you feet it, and don't be offended for everything, amen? God just wants to bless you. God wants to take care of you in such a way that you have not seen before. And I needed to preach this this, this Sunday because I don't want you to go into twenty. 21, with a spirit of offense. And I don't know who offended you in the past. Maybe it was me with the word. You know, I don't know. Um, I ask for forgiveness, but I'm not going to ask for forgiveness for his word. But if someone has offended you and you have put up walls, don't let the enemy bring division in your life. Don't let him see your blessing. Be bold. Be mature. Be like, you know what? No one is going to steal my blessing. This little thing, I'm going to let it pass. And it's going to be glory to the king. It's going to give God glory. Don't let offense paralyze you. And, and if, if this is not the church for you, don't go for, to a church where they're putting Kool-Aid. They're preaching some Kool-Aid stuff to make you and tickle your ear and, and doing a big production. If this is not the church for you, find another church that's on fire for the Lord. That preach holiness, that preach consecration, that preach repentance. Amen. If this is not the one, amen. But don't run to a theatrical place where they're there to entertain you. God is not here to entertain you, He's here to save you. He's not here to entertain you, He's here to save you. And how many have taken medicine to save themselves in this body? How many? have gone to the doctor. Come on, let's be honest. How many? Lift up your hands. How many have gone to the doctor and they gave you a prescription? All of us. And you took it, right? Because it was going to make you better. Take the word. It's medicine to your soul. Don't be offended by it. It's just love, and love is hard. When you love a child, you tell them like it is, and and you guide them like it is, and you don't go around the bushes. You tell them this is it, and this is no other way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. There's no other way. Amen. I feel like a big father today. Amen. All right? Okay? Okay? (laughs) You offended? I could have got offended with that post you sent me today. Oh, you're telling me not to say it now, right? Amen, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, amen now, right? Amen now. You better watch out when you said, Pastor. She said, Pastor, the word better not offend me today. (laughs) Vite, vite. Amen. Live unoffended. Give the Lord a praise clap. Come on. Amen. God bless you.